0: Well, hello there, listeners. I'm Lazarus Black, here with another update on what's
1: been going on with this podcast thing. See, the Rogue Valley Roleplayers are now an affiliate of BattleBards, an online resource of sound effects, tension tracks, and all sorts of audio goodies to use in your own games and shows. Just head on over to BattleBards.com and check them out. And if you like what you see, be sure to sign up for a Prime Membership. And don't forget to use our promo code RVRPODCAST when you do. Be seeing y'all. and welcome listeners to the Rogue Valley role Players. My name is Ben. I'm here with Rosemary, Austin, Ed, and Nick. And we are here to play another episode of Valley of Famine. Once again, my name is Ben. I am the marshal running the show, doing the things, hurting the cats,
2: My name is Rosemary and I play a gunslinger named Rachel Jane Kennedy.
3: And this is Austin, slowly being driven insane by his character, Why Not Beardsley? I'm
4: Ed,
1: I'm playing a weird scientist named Daisy Gilmore. People call her Rail
4: and Daisy
5: because she's gone off the rails on a crazy train.
4: And I am Nick S, I am playing Haru Matsuhara, the Hyrode samurai.
1: Knock knock knock. Uh, door slides open, and there is Gregory the Gorilla with the uh, cybernetic eye.
4: <laughs> <laughs> hey. I'm, I'm getting pretty excited to see us again. <laughs> yeah, he's Did pretty he, happy.
2: Pick like, up one of us and like squeeze. Yeah, Rachel gets gorilla, gets gorilla <laughs> hugged.
0: You
1: know what? No, Rachel doesn't get gorilla hugged. Winon gets
3: gorilla hugged. <laughs> uh, why? Hello, Gregory. Oh, <laughs>
2: Uh, is your master here?
4: It's Professor uh, Fitzgerald in. Damn, okay, I mean, you're, you're Gregory's voice. <laughs> <laughs> he waves his hand to fall
1: out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you get in there, you find uh, uh, Professor Daniel Elm Fitzgerald working on some component. And he turn around.
0: Whoa!
4: Hello, my friends! Fancy seeing you again so soon! How's it going? It's going well. It's good to see you, Professor. It is quite, quite agreeable to see you as well, Mr. Matsuhara.
2: Howdy, Fitz.
4: Yes, uh, Professor Fitzgerald.
3: Professor. <laughs> it is a pleasure, but we have pirates waiting.
4: Oh, are you the agency fellow I was told about? That's right. Aye, yes. Well, allow me to conduct you to uh, the USS George Washington. i to have to, to uh, fly aboard the Queen Victoria. God bless her majesty.
3: <laughs> uh, do you have one for George Washington? We've got to go to the, the, the George Washington. Uh, no, God I just... bless his
4: presidency. I'm not sure how you Americans say it.
3: That that sounds good.
4: Okay. God bless his presidency. (laughs) Um, yes. So, the Queen Victoria, God bless her majesty, is ready to fly. And uh, I will conduct you to the George Washington and her captain. I designed the vessel, but uh, the U.S. government decided it would be best if uh, one of their own commanded it. Frankly, I agree. I am a professor, not an admiral.
2: Who's in
4: charge of the George Washington? A fellow by the name of uh, Captain Andrew Lane. I'm not familiar with that name. Be interested to meet this man. Yes, well, get on board the ship and you'll get the chance. Anyway, alright. So, the Queen Victoria, God bless her majesty. I said, the Queen Victoria, God bless
1: her Majesty, <laughs> takes off with you on board and flies off towards some of the distant mountains in Utah, um, the Wasatch Range. I think that's a range in Utah. I don't remember. That sounds like a thing that I had a lot that of sounds whiskey. Sounds like a Utah thing. Probably two, three hours later, you find yourselves um, on de- everyone's on deck. You're coming close towards one of the mountains when. Um, Professor Elemental starts uh, fucking around with um, some sort of gizmo, some sort of radio gizmo, uh, sends a signal, and you see like a whole side of a mountain just uh, open up.
4: <laughs> Hardcore.
2: Yeah, that's insane.
1: And uh, the Queen Victoria, God bless her majesty. <laughs> Uh, sails inside, and you see there is another vessel docked within like a good three to four times the size of the Queen Victoria. God bless her majesty she's um the Queen Victoria, God bless her Majesty <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> is
1: you know about a little smaller than a than a frigate would be. The George Washington is a goddamn battleship. It's ship of the line. Um, it is massive. Instead of the, uh, the graceful wings that the Victoria has, uh, it's got uh, a bunch of armored, um, dirigible uh, airbags, uh, probably com- compartmentalized to handle battle damage. And it's got at least six decks of guns.
4: Oh, it's a flying man of war.
3: Yep, very much so. Yeah, why not seize it? It'll have to do.
1: And uh, it's crawling with activity, and it is very clearly ready to fly. The Queen Victoria, God bless her Majesty, <laughs> uh, docks uh, in like a separate berth that's available, and you're all conducted off off of her. Uh, Professor Fitzgerald and Gregory remain behind the Queen Victoria God
4: bless them, majesty
1: (laughs) and you are greeted by a very tall man
3: wine on beard sleigh
5: now I'm kind of curious about something real quick how tall are the rest of you
3: I'm guessing he's wine's about 5'8 I think Rachel's
2: like
3: 5'9 I'm 5'9 I wrote it down Haru is the shortest person in the group. How tall are you? 5'6". Five, 5'6", six.
1: Five, six. Wow. Well, Captain Andrew Lane stands well over six feet tall, with uh, some some good thick mutton
4: chops. Ah. Uh. Keep my my wide brimmed hat kind of down low, you know, hiding my some of my features, but nod to him.
1: Yeah, uh, he wears the the the. Uniform of a U.S. Navy admiral um, or captain, rather. Uh, he's got a bandana tied around his head, and then he wears like a, a more formal captain's hat over that. And
3: uh, he's he's wearing gloves, and he shakes your hand. Good day, sir. Glad to have you with us, Captain. Uh, could you give us a brief laydown of the features of your beautiful vessel? Yes, the USS George Washington
1: is. And, he, and he, he lays it on you. It's got a lot of guns. It's clearly a vessel meant for war. And it's got, you know, conventional cannons. It's got vapor cannons, which are like regular cannons, but much, much, much more powerful and fueled by Ghost Rock. It's got uh, steam gatlings uh, available on the deck. It's crewed by uh, almost a
3: thousand men. Wow. And are your men talented in hand-to-hand combat? I believe the pirates may attempt a counter-invasion once they see us close enough. And the George Washington and her crew are the pride
1: of the United States of America. Well, I appreciate your presence today.
5: We will be putting them to the test then.
1: Why not give me a smart roll? That's a Four. You recognize Captain Andrew Lane You've seen his picture before Back when he was president
3: I'd very much like to discuss battle strategy with you later, sir Would that be acceptable? Yes I think it would be Uh, My friends Please make yourselves at home Uh, That's hard for me to do anyway
2: Sarah Chapin, who can show us some quarters, maybe? Of course. And he, until gesture at Buzzkill Joe, he needs to be in the brig.
3: Of course. I can see to that. And for the safety of the ship, might behoove you to put a steel plate in his room. Uh don't want any accidental explosions. See the collar around his neck. Ah, I recognize it, the compliancer.
1: I should also add, since you recognize him, you also recognize that he is
3: the uh, head of the agency. Uh, why not we'll nod and, uh, let's talk. Yes.
1: And, uh, yeah, you retire to quarters and the George Washington heads underway. It has coffee. Oh fuck yeah! Oh yeah, His coffee. It's got whiskey.
5: Haru's just gonna be on the deck
3: watching the crew move, do their.
1: Yep, they're uh, uh, they run like a very well-drilled crew. Uh, these these people are professionals.
5: He, and he's like he stays out of the way. He's just watching.
1: Yeah. Uh, Rachel, where are you at?
2: I think uh, like once she goes to her quarters and kind of gets settled, then she's gonna. Find, like, a deckhand to lead her to, like, a gallery where she can get a cup of coffee.
1: Sure. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Daisy? Yep, definitely going for some, you know, real coffee. She'll
2: probably right. look for
4: Daisy um, and... Fortunately, I already know there would be no booze on this ship. There's now. booze. Oh, what? He <laughs> said There's whiskey. Oh, sweet. This, this is
1: a ship of the United States of America, not Deseret.
4: Well then fine, I you know, after milling about on the deck I'd be going down to the galley to get some booze. Alright. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, you retire to the, the captain's uh, ready room, we'll say. We'll use a Star Trek term here. I don't know if it's authentic, mm-hmm. but we'll use it.
3: Uh Wynon closes his eyes for a moment, um, tries to remember everything, all the code words, all the phrases, and opens them and says, Operator Quake, Q U A K-E Gamma Delta Beta Beta Gamma Yes, Agent Beardsley, I am familiar with the protocol. You're higher profile than I imagined, sir. Is there something I don't know? Well, since I got this thing
1: in my head, it was determined that uh, direct control of the agency was... Uh, not safe so i have undertaken to command a vessel in the name
3: of our great states this thing in your head could you elaborate sir mm. what's your rank agent it's the third rank name ke- t- name keeps changing it's good to good
1: good enough to know sometimes folk that die don't stay dead you uh you know who I am of course so you know that I should be amongst the walking and the talking courtesy
3: of uh, Mr. Booths I'd considered it was some sort of cover up but you're telling me you really are dead incredibly may I see the wound sir
1: very well. He takes off his hat and does the bandana, and you can see his death wound
3: in the back of his head. Wine on gulps. <laughs> Thank you. That will be enough. And uh, former President
1: Abraham Lincoln puts his uh, his getup back on.
3: Sir, I'll, I'll not bore you with uh, all the praise that I'm sure you get still, but in my heart you are still my commander-in-chief. I appreciate that, son.
1: It's been a long journey. Not one I expected to take. You, uh, You probably should know there are more than likely others like myself out there. Folk who should be dead but ain't. I think I've met a couple, so... Probably. But they all carry a burden with them. And he kind of winces for a second. Grits his teeth. Mm. They don't exactly like... I don't know why he went southern there with his accent all of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> they don't exactly like... having their secrets put out there. But those like me have a, a thing, an entity, that brings us back. And what is it, sir? A demon. That's as best as I can put it. Well, I'm sorry. Me too, son. But I've been given a second chance... And I will use that chance to do everything I can for the protection and betterment of this great nation.
3: Know that you have many beneath you, sir, who would do the same. Please
1: know that, Agent Beardsley. So, they haven't told me too much about your mission.
3: We are tracking down a Russian interloper. Interloper who has seen the unlawful death of our ambassador and this Russian creature has decided to take up arms along a series of scumbag pirates those who steal and pillage yes, I'm familiar with
1: the definition of pirate
3: just wanted to clarify (laughs) uh (laughs) I'm getting nervous. Hero envy. <laughs> <laughs> do Really. So, let's talk about how we're going to assault this ship. And I feel like that's a good place to end it, if that's cool. <laughs> sure.
1: Yeah. Um, so, basically, the plan, as far as, like, Buzzsaw, or uh, Buzzkill, because uh, that's that's the name I gave him, comes into play. Is, uh, his intention is for the George Washington to draw near enough to launch a flyer, which they have aboard, um, to uh, transit over to the Tempest. Um, and then Buzzkill will use his influence with the crew to keep them from interfering whilst you take the
3: battle to uh, Constantine Sokolov. And he's an untrustworthy sort. Not that that should be any surprise. I fully expect him to betray us. He doesn't seem to value his own life very much, meaning that he'll likely accept the fact that the ex-deputy, Miss Kennedy, is about to blow his head off. Or he,
1: uh, believes firmly in his cause. Could be earnest.
3: I find that unlikely, but if you say so, sir.
1: One must always, uh, look to all
3: possibilities.
1: There's another possibility that he could very well plan to uh, betray you. Definitely
3: be on your guard. I suppose I do have a tendency towards cynicism. Well, that's inevitable when you're with the agency.
1: Mm -hmm. So, uh, I think you probably fly for... A day or two. So we're going to do a couple of vignettes. And the first one we're going to start with is Haru. You're up on deck. You're watching all these Union uh, naval personnel go about their business. And Lazarus is um, a little agitated. I did not intend to say that (laughs) like that. But, um, yeah. So, it's like, yeah, you sure we can't? I don't know. Push one or two of them
5: overboard. I think that would make us over. Stay out local. Uh, maybe. I'd be pushed over. Or just shot in the head. Would you want that? Oh, that
1: would be inconvenient. Pushed over, you could probably survive. I mean, it'd take a couple of days to heal up. Um, I just, you know, it sticks in my craw. Seeing all this fucking Union Blue all over the goddamn place. Would you like me to find a private room so we do not have to see it? That would be good. Uh, you know, I can still visualize them murdering my fucking family
5: right before my eyes. Uh, I do not want to run the risk of agitating you further. I will, uh, retire to a more private room. Thanks.
1: Uh, you head below decks. I think you run into Rachel, actually. Hello,
5: Rachel. Hello. How are you doing um, on this, uh, floating
0: behemoth?
2: Uh, well, to be honest, I'm a bit lost. I got a little turned around. I am finding myself constantly turned around on this, uh,
1: You mean constantly turn around? You're constantly turning around. Haru on the ship. Off the ship.
2: (laughs) Uh, I'm looking for uh, the gallery. I could have sworn this is the way the deckhand led me the other day, but... Well, let's just say I have been apologizing profusely for walking into places where apparently
5: I should not be... Uh, let's let's see if we can find it together, shall we?
2: I will enjoy that.
5: He holds out his his elbow.
2: Yeah, she'll kind of tuck her arm in.
5: You uh you get to
1: you're looking for the galley, right?
2: Well, what else is on this ship?
1: Uh, it's a military ship, so there's probably like a couple of different galley locations, which probably expresses how little I know about eighteen hundred century uh, era ships. Gift shop? There is no gift shop. <laughs> I'm not that drunk. <laughs>
2: sure, like, we can just head to the galley then. Maybe start up a game of cards or something. If we're going to pass time.
5: So, uh, yeah, we head towards the galley and see what's going on in there.
1: Yeah, uh, I'll say it's probably, like, someone... one uh, meal break for one shift on, on the crew. Uh, so there's a bunch of sailors in there, airmen... Rather, um, to make Lazarus comfortable I, I go I lead her to a far side away from them. Have we just kill one of them. One of them and we'll say it's in the name of avenging my family as what was murdered during the war. They wouldn't believe me.
2: <sighs>
1: You're probably
5: right.
2: I think I'll rate her you seem a bit tenser than Normal.
5: You recall Lazarus fought for the South. Oh. His yes. tenseness.
1: Well, yeah, alright, look. You, when you say it like that, it makes it sound like I'm butthurt about the fact that the fucking South lost the goddamn war. And that ain't the fucking case. His family was also killed
5: by Union soldiers. Thank so you. So it makes it worse. Thank you. you. i
2: just kind of. Thoughtfully nods her head as she. Is this the first time she's heard this information about Lazarus?
1: You know, I think so, actually.
2: Yeah. So she'll, like, get this kind of thoughtful look then on her face and say, You know, I think I recall him mentioning something about that.
5: It reminds me that even the... And no offense to, as little offense as I could mean from this. Even the darkest of souls have a reason. And even the worst of people have a reason they are like the way they are.
2: Look, if you're trying to get me to forgive Buzzkill Joe,
5: it ain't gonna happen, Haru. I'm not trying to get you to forgive anybody. I am merely stating a fact. Everybody's got darkness. It's how you deal with it that truly defines who you are.
2: I agree. Most of us don't deal with our darkness by slaughtering the innocent.
5: Lazarus is most certainly evil. But, hey. he, but he keeps me going so I can continue doing good.
2: Well, I guess I'm glad then that... he's around. Can
1: I
0: get that and writing?
2: But one of these days, I'm going to find a way to get him out of ya.
5: He wants that in writing.
2: Tell him. And then she kind of, like, gestures there. Like, she'll, like, kind of look in the empty space. And be like, it, it ain't happening.
1: Oh, come on. You are going to say something like that. I want some sort of permanent
5: proof. Tell her. You say something like that, he, he would like a permanent uh, sample, uh, permanent evidence, permanent proof.
1: It, all you gotta say is permanent proof. Permanent. Shorter fucking syllables.
2: Permanent proof of what?
1: That you. Have God damn it! That's exactly what I was talking about. A, uh, <sighs> this is this is hard. <laughs> Make a dominion roll. <laughs> you even gain actually two points of dominion he's uh <laughs> outraged you know he's like no wait i need uh, hold on i need to take the reins i need to talk to her direct none of this intermediary bullshit come on let me get her. yeah
5: fucking fine all right <sighs> and nothing else for now i appreciate it Ellie? Yes.
1: Well, all right, I'll take that. Yep, uh, I'll, I'll take that. I'm, I'm gonna go crap somewhere in
5: ethereal space. Um, goodbye. Uh, a bit of relief washes over Haru's face as, as Lazarus takes a step away, and he's like, blissful silence in my brain. <laughs>
2: Rachel kind of puts her hand, like, on your arm and says,
5: I can't imagine what it must be like having a with you all the time. I've gotten used to it, to an extent. I mean, I do miss silently meditating you're
0: doing
5: <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey what
4: you
1: doing I <laughs> uh, you're you're not doing any thinking or anything I can't read your thoughts what you doing oh are you trying to meditate is that what you're doing uh, oh, oh, okay all right, all right. I'll, 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 I'll be quiet for a minute or two so you can do your thing hey, how do you do that anyway what's it
2: like just just yeah
5: I hope that you, um, you get better, Rachel. You have been sad since Macario's passing, as have I. But you seem to be holding on to it more. I want you to remember that even... Even though you feel like it's your fault... It was that evil fault that Macario passed. You hold on to it with so much strength. You need to let that go. Macario would want you to. Macario would want to see you happy again. Smile and be filled with color.
2: I just can't help but think all of that that went down in Oregon. If I just made a different choice, none of it would have happened.
5: You can't know that. Malik is old, powerful, terrible. If not through you, he would have done it through another or another. Who knows, he could have messed with Ross in some way and had him do it.
2: Yeah, but he did it through me, Haru. What does that say about me?
5: That you have learning to do. You have growth to do. But you refuse to learn, you refuse to grow because you can't move on.
0: I've,
2: I've learned my lesson.
5: No, you haven't. Not true.
2: If I move on... It's like I'm forgetting What, What right do I have to be happy when Nicario's dead because of me
5: He'd want you to be You dishonor his memory by not think of that
2: Austin's over here like with a shit-eating grin on his <laughs> face. <laughs>
4: Listen I know, I'm trying to keep a,
1: a straight face here because this is a great, <laughs> serious, role-playing character. You're doing character a, a good Seems job, and I'm
3: amazing. Sorry that I'm screwing Rachel. it up. You were doing a fantastic
5: job. I lost job. my
0: dream. Rachel,
5: I want to say I love you dearly, but I have pained to see that you refuse to remember Macario's words about bringing color to the world. He'd want you to be strong, use your strength, and fight evil, not let it win over you. By fearing to use your power, your strength, you are letting the evil win. You are letting Makario truly win.
2: What if I'm not as strong as you think I am?
5: I have come to know many women in my lifetime. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Excuse me?
0: How many women are we talking about?
5: I mean...
3: So you want to see my
0: Nazi,
5: (laughs) (laughs) What I mean is... I have met... Many women met um, <laughs> as as people. Um, he's quickly realizing that the situation has devolved. He's, he's, he's dug himself <laughs> a hole, <laughs> and he
2: puts I know what you're trying to say here.
5: <laughs> and none of them have had the strength of character and will that you have. You when you. When you get on an idea, you follow it with your heart. You have a strength in you to fight against all of evil. That's why I love you the way I do. But you're holding on to grief. In this life, we need to learn how to remember, but forgive
0: before we move on.
1: uh daisy what are you up to
3: <laughs> oh i am checking out the engine room like finding okay. out like yeah there's there's lots of cool tech stuff on the ship yeah. and i want to know about it so i'm probably
1: bothering some soldiers who are like i just want to do my job where well, you could tell me about the Lumaria. yeah you find the chief engineer <laughs> whose name because i'm drunk and feeling uncreative right. is scotty <laughs> And, um, he's probably all too happy to explain,
4: he's like, hey, this here is the, uh, the turbine that controls the, yes.
3: I want to make a request. Okay. Can Scotty be American Irish?
4: I can't
1: do American Irish. (laughs) You're, you're asking for an accent I can't do. Uh, you know what, actually, Scotty is, is an ironic name, and he's actually a guy of Indian descent and he's explaining to you about uh he's explaining to you daisy uh about how all the machinery works on board the george washington okay
3: yes and uh miss gilmore uh what do you want to know about my engine you have something to ask i'm a little busy with it how much ghost rock does it take well in order to calculate the ghost rock you must first do the square root of 640 pounds because that is the full capacity of the ghost rock storage device oh. and then uh, once you have determined the square root you will see that this is the way to achieve maximum power which is why we feed such a uh, supply of ghost rock every half hour well that's a lot where do you store it all ah well that is classified information and if you need to know that information you will have to ask our captain
4: uh, I'm, I'm not gonna steal anything because my bay back home he
3: owns a ghost rock mine. <laughs> I I do not know what a bay is, uh, but uh, it is good you're not going to steal it because I would have to report you to the captain and the captain would have words with you. Huh, well, alright. I, I got my own ghost rock anyway, so. Is there more? Mm-hmm. May, I, may I go? Ah, uh, well.
5: What about how
3: the. To... Everything like, how do you? the because the, the, the... it's like a big dirigible, or is it just like a big floating box? Uh,
4: it's like a big.
1: So it's got like the body of a man-of-war, uh, sailing vessel, but then instead of mass, it's got um, the big dirigible zeppelin uh, airbags over it, and then it's got like some propellers that are pushing it. Yeah. The like, it. How, how do you
3: keep all like? What, what what kind of mixture of air do you use? And ah, oh, well, you see. It is hot air, which is generated by heat from the perfect supply of power that we have generated in our ghost rock containment unit based on the half-hour, hourly uh, introductions of the correct proportion to achieve maximum power. And of course the energy of the ghost rock is highly concentrated, and this is why we do the correct supply of power which we put in the ghost rock receptacle, as I have discussed. Now, if it would please you to do so, I must get back to my work. Okay. Can I watch? If it would please you to do so, you can watch. There is a bench over there. Okay. Uh, actually, that is my bench. Uh, mm. Please, you, you may sit on the floor and watch over there as I calculate <laughs> these figures.
0: <laughs>
3: i can go find a folding chair.
1: Uh, with guidance from Buzzkill, uh, rather, uh, from Joseph Buzzkill Cullen, you manage to track back to where the Tempest usually lurks, where they make birth. You're all on deck when you hear one of the sailors cry out, you know, Target, ho! Or whatever they say. Yeah, you start closing in on the Tempest, and you see her, uh... Storm clouds billow around her, and she looks an awful lot like a kind of a, a supersized version of a, uh, a B 17 bomber with like a carrier deck. Deadlands and Savage Worlds are the property of Pinnacle Entertainment Group. All content is used unofficially under the Savage Media Network license. Find more of their great products at peginc.com. Music is provided by the Eaglestone Collective. Sound effects are by Plate Battle Games and Battle Bars. Aircraft effects were provided by soundjade.com. You can find links to all of the above in the show notes. Thank you for tuning in, listeners. I hope you enjoyed the episode and that you'll join us again. Have a wonderful whatever time of day it is for you, and I'll catch you next time.